The Lowell Green Podcast is brought to you by Shield Furniture and Appliances in Packingham. See shields.ca. Yesterday, we spent some time discussing uh, Pierre Polyev's move to uh, close down what he calls the gatekeepers. And uh, in, in my opinion, by gatekeepers, he means the establishment, the system, the people who run things, not just in government, but just run things, or at least in some cases claim to run things or try to run things or more likely don't run things. Um, th- this, this exists at every level of government. It's not good enough to just simply blame Justin Trudeau. He's just part of a system that, that simply in this country is just bogged down, and I don't think in many cases is working at all. Let me give you just one example. I know this is a local example for Ottawa, so some of you people in Alberta listening and in Russia or wherever you are may not have that much interest, except it's, this is an example of what happens when government takes over, when bureaucracy takes over, you hire more and more people, do less and less, less things get done, more bureaucracy, more red tape. This has to do with a lovely little beach in downtown Ottawa. It's called Westboro Beach. It's on the Ottawa River. Westboro Beach has been a favorite of Ottawa residents for well over 100 years. There was a time, more enlightened times, some people would say, when streetcars used to take particularly weekend visitors out to Westboro Beach, it was a favored entertainment place for the entire city. And since then, every nice summer day, uh, the, the beach has been crowded. It's, it's a great beach on a great river. Except this year, you couldn't get on Westboro Beach. It's been a wonderful summer here in Ottawa. I don't know what it's like where you live. But uh, the days we've had, in fact, today is typical sort of beach day. Warm, sunny, nice breeze, just perfect for beaching it. But one of the best beaches, in fact, one of very few beaches in the entire city, don't forget, this is the capital of Canada, has been closed all summer long. There's a fence around it. Why is the fence around the beach? Hell of a good question. Apparently, the National Capital Commission, now the National Capital Commission, these are the the bright lights that run things pretty well around the city. We've got municipal government, they don't do bugger all. We've got the NCC, they don't do bugger all, although they're supposed to. Federal government, we got, like, we're so overrun with government here that it's a wonder anything gets done. And sometimes nothing does get done. So let me go back to the fence. So there's a fence all around the beach. You can't get onto the beach. Few people apparently snuck through the fence. It's a wonder they weren't shot. (laughs) Why is the fence there? Well, the NCC, National Capital Commission, apparently they have some plans for the Westboro Beach. They're going to improve it. Oh, God help us when government's going to improve. You know, those are the scariest words in the world. We're from the government. We've come to help. Run, run for the hills. So they're going to improve it. I don't know. They're going to build a restaurant, they say, or something. But in typical fashion, particularly when government has anything to do with it, and especially here in Ottawa, um, guess what? Well, there were what's called supply chain problems. That's the current phraseology for we all fucked up, okay? (laughs) Sorry to use the vernacular, but that's that's essentially... Essentially, what it what it is, okay. Everything is blamed on supply chain problems. 
we, we didn't do it right. So at any rate, um, nothing got built there. Nothing's been built. The fence is still there. Did they take the fence down, let people swim? No. No. Well, why would they do that? Well, uh, I, I don't know. Nothing's being done. The, the beach is there. The river is there. People would love to go and swim. Yeah, but uh, you expect us to. Well, first of all, we, we didn't really think to take the fence down. Uh, well, whatever it is, we've got all of these. And I'm going to tell you, there are a lot of people. I don't know, hundreds probably in the NCC do bugger all, all day. You can be sure, except screw things up. Uh, but they're making well over 100 Gs, some of them probably in the two or 300 bracket. Eh? Okay, they, they couldn't figure out how to take the fence down. In fact, they couldn't even, they, I, I, can, I can just imagine what would be involved going to take this fence. I mean, it's just a little fence, okay? Any farmer could take it down in an hour. Hell's bells, I, I'm 86, I could take her down. Just give me a couple of snips and I'll, I'll have you open that. There in 10 minutes, I'll get you in. But oh no, I can just imagine. Imagine this, okay? We've got, I don't know, 15 executives, all of them making well over 100 Gs. Suits, ties, office, corner office. We've got, you know, the, the river view office, the whole business, okay? All of which we're paying for. So they're all sitting down, well, <clears throat> and they're discussing what to do about Westboro Beach. So the first guy pops up and he says, what's Westboro Beach? <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm just imagining what's going on because I've had dealings with these birds before. So somebody says, "Well, that's a beach there in the Ottawa. Well, where's the Ottawa River? This is a, you can be sure that somebody on that NCC <laughs> executive they don't know where the hell the Ottawa River is, even though they're staring at it. That's how stupid they are. Not like it's part of Canadian history or oh, anything. No. And then, at any rate, whatever happened, <clears throat> whatever happened, the fence is still there." You can't get on onto Westboro Beach. It's a beautiful day. They should be out oh, swimming man. today. No. So the point that Pierre is making and I'm making and anybody with a brain is making is, you know what? It's time that we cut down on the bureaucracy. It's time we got rid of some of these <clears throat> people running around. I'll never forget um, talking about bureaucracy. And I'll, I'll get into this a little bit in our hospitals. I'll, I'll never forget. We were discussing this is back in my, my days uh, – at CFRA before Bell Media took over. Um, hey, are they in the and, news of late at all? Have they oh done anything? Oh, my God. Bell Media. Side Lisa Laflamme, so typical, right? We'll Side get into note. that in a minute. But okay. at, at any rate, I'll never forget. So we're discussing problems in the healthcare system. And a nurse called me from Brockville. She said, I know the problem, Lowell. I said, what's that? She said, there are too many high heels running around here and not enough running shoes. I said, that's it. She's absolutely got it. Now, you know, when we're talking about bureaucracy and how nothing can get done, nobody can seem to figure things out. Many of the executives in our hospitals are making what five, six, seven hundred thousand dollars, but they can't. They, they, these these people can't figure out how to get ambulance drivers and paramedics out of the hospital. There's a rule there somehow. I don't know how the. I don't even know if it's a rule. But what, you're, you're picked up by an ambulance. You've got two paramedics, well-trained, wonderful people in those ambulances. I've had dealings with them. They're great. But when they go and they take you into the hospital, they gotta t they got to stay there until you're admitted. Well, these days, that can take hours. So you got, so you got two ambulance drivers, paramedics, are, they're waiting in the hallway. In comes another ambulance, two more. 
In comes another ambulance, two more. So uh, there are times, honest to God, I, I've been, I've seen this. There were eight. The one, the last time I was at the Rito at the um, Queensway, there were eight ambulance drivers waiting for patients to get admitted. They, like they're so stupid. The the the, the six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollar people. They can't figure out. I'm going to tell you, a five year old kindergarten kid could figure this out okay i get a get a special nurse or a, a couple of paramedics who are there to admit so that when the ambulance driver comes in here's your patient here's the record bam gone we're back out again but they can't figure that out this is years and years and years that we're paying these guys five six seven eight hundred thousand dollars and they can't figure out that that's the kind of bureaucracy the gatekeepers who just are screwing things up totally so uh, it's it's just uh, it, it's just so typical. By the way, if we're talking about the NCC, National Capital Commission, these highly paid bozos, there, there's some good people there. Doug Fullerton was was one of the NCC who opened up the the, the Rideau Canal into the world's longest skating rink. But you wouldn't believe the opposition he had when he did that. But I, I digress here. But this is the same NCC that back in the early 60s, 60, 61, 62, they bulldozed a lovely residential, well, it wasn't lovely, but it was a working person's residential community in La Breton Flats, hundreds of homes. It was a whole neighborhood there, mostly French-Canadian, mostly working class. They'd never gotten away with it if they hadn't been French-Canadians in those days. But anyway, so they bulldozed it. They got big plans. 70 years later, they're still trying to figure out what the hell to do with La Breton Flats, probably the most valuable land in all of Canada. It's in the heart of the capital of Canada, facing the Ottawa River, and for the most part, it's just a freaking big weed field, and it's been that way since 1960. NCC. Let me tell you, let me just tell you, and one of the things, too, I must tell you that really upsets me about this Westboro Beach is that we have become so sheep-like in this country that people who ordinarily would use the beach, the Westboro Community Association, apparently, done nothing. Well, there's a statement there from somebody today. Well, he says, I think that they should have reassessed. Reassessed my ass. They should have opened it, torn the fence down. When they realized that nothing was being done, tear the fence down. But did anybody, like, I mean, the citizens should have stormed it. If, if you know, if I was a regular user or, or lived in Westboro, or I would have said, "Hey, take down the damn fence. And if you won't, we will." But that, then I'm going to tell you, a few years ago, that's what would have happened. But you know, but that, I said, "There's just we're a bunch of sheep. Oh, there's a fence there. Well, why is that? Well, well it doesn't serve any purpose. We'll tear it down. Oh no, I can't do that. I can't do that. Oh, we're." We're being governed by, in many cases, totally incompetent, stumbling, bumbling people with stumbling, bumbling, incompetent rules and regulations, and people have become so sheep-like they're prepared to accept it. Not everybody, but far too many. Why didn't they rebel in Westboro? I didn't. John, did you know that there was a fence? That, you've swam at the, You've been at that beach. I've been to Westboro a lot of times. I've done a lot of photo shoots there. I, I mean, we used to do movies on the beach there back, you know, in my days working for Cool FM and Bob FM. I, I've been there a, a, a countless times. And there's a, already a wonderful, you know, little canteen restaurant there. And I'd heard they were going to build a restaurant. I had no idea until you just brought it up that nobody was able to use Westboro Beach all summer long. That's a travesty. Travesty, but why? I mean, why didn't the people re object? 
Why? I mean, why? Why are we so sheep-like there in Westboro, for God's sake? Why didn't they? Why didn't they raise this issue and say, "Tear down the fence"? Remember Ronald Reagan? He's in Mr. Berlin. Tear down that wall, Mr. Gorbachev, <laughs> and they tore the wall down. That's exactly what popped in my head the minute you said that, too. Ay, 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 ay. All right. I, if if you've got any thoughts on any of this, oh, I have to tell you just very briefly. We're running out of time here, but. My experience with the NC, this is years ago. I am serving on West Hull Council. And um, at the time, the NCC is, is planning Highway 105. That's the four-lane highway that now goes through to the other side of Wakefield. Right. We needed it desperately. So the NCC plans at the time where for, to run this new four-lane highway right through the little village of Farm Point, where a lot of my friends, ball players, lived. So the the mayor took me, so the mayor and I, I forget the mayor's name, a really great guy. We went and we met the high, one of the high officials of the NCC. His name escapes me. So the mayor lit into him and said, you're not going to put that highway through the town of Farm Point. I'll tell you, and I'll never forget. He said, I'll tell you right now, you try to do that, and you're going to have farmers out there with pitchforks and stopped it. And the little guy from the NCC looked like he says, Nobody's ever talked to me that way before. And I'm going to tell you exactly, sorry for the vernacular, what the mayor said. Well, it's fucking well time they did. And, and so I, 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 I was much calmer, but I pointed out, I said, listen, you, you, you can't put a highway through this village. You'll destroy the village, the livelihood of these people and everything else. There's, there's room to go around to the west. And you know what? That's exactly what they did. They decided, because we stood up to them, and I take some credit, so does the mayor, stood up to them and said, you're not going to do that, because we'll, we'll, what we said in effect was, we will create the kind of protest that you guys can't handle it, so you better figure out a different way. And they did, and it's much better. So all I'm saying is, is that, you know, maybe it's time that some of us begin to fight back against some of this stupid bureaucracy and tore down the freaking fence. John, I, that's my rant for today. What what have we got? What do we got? I am for just here? relishing in the fact that there have been not one but two f bombs from Lowell Green on the show today. First I, time in a free. I don't. I don't use it. But doesn't I, it I, feel I, good I'm though? Easy. Uh, to me, it conveys because that's exactly what he said, and well, you could just see the shock. This guy had never been talked to this way before. <clears throat> it's, and, but it worked. What I'm point the point I'm trying to make is if you stand up to these little people. Doesn't matter how much they're making or whether they wear high heels. Stand up to them. Go ahead, John. No, it's 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 glorious when people you know say it like it should be said. And by the way, the NCC these are the same people who, when they do make a decision, go and make decisions like um, little huts that sit on the canal for three months of the year, worth seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars <laughs> a piece, and we bought. 11 of them. Yeah. I, I, I raised hell about that at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. This was 11. a decision. These are little huts that we have where you go during the wintertime and put your skates on, get warm. They're little, you know, little heated huts, $750,000 each. I would love to have had the contract to do that. I wonder what liberal friend got the contract for that. Ha ha ha. 
Go ahead, John. Nine months a year, we put them in storage and don't do a damn thing with them. I mean, holy cripes. All right, at Danford, they did the same fenced-off beach that they would the, that would never have happened in my dad and his friends were still alive, says Nancy. Uh, Murray says, I was beginning to think you didn't give an F, but now we got two. All right, they're loving that. Um, to Russ, he says, swam there as a kid and just around from the beach out to the pier, then to the logs. Great fun, great memories. Boo Boo on YouTube says, apparently they're now putting paramedics in the hospitals so that the ambulance can hand over the patient and then leave for another call. This will free up the ambulances well, for Well, apparently, I, this, I, I heard this story, and I think that maybe somebody at the Queensway Carlton Hospital figured this out. But the, the information I have is that these, these backups of ambulance still occur at both the Civic and the General. Now, I stand to be, if they've made the change, but that's not the information I have. My understanding is they're still doing the same thing. Go ahead, John. I've got friends at the paramedic uh, department, and I will certainly inquire about that, but I see it all the time just like you do. And I've never understood why, why do you, okay, one stays, the other one gets back in the ambulance, and another, you know, the other half of another pairing then joins that person on the ambulance. Can we not at least get one, you know, why does everybody have to be together? They're not married. Well, I mean, that's, that's one solution. To me, the solution is, look, you have a special nurse or two or whatever it takes well, uh, that, more that, that takes or takes over the patient uh, and, and, you know, gets them checked in and let the ambulance, give the ambulance drivers, let them do what they do. And that is go out and bring people into the emergency ward. That's what they do. Well, let them turn them free, set them. You know what? That's what Pierre says, set them free, set them free for goodness sake. Go ahead, John. To be clear, they're not ambulance drivers. They're paramedics, and there's Marting. a huge, yeah. huge difference, and they need to be on the road yep. doing paramedicine, yep. exactly what they're trained for. Yeah, and, and, and I've said this before. I don't understand why, like, a, I don't know how long the paramedic course is at Algonquin College, maybe two, three years, but if you're a student in your final semester, would that not be an ideal internship for that type of person, that they're the ones in the hospital who then take over the, you know, the babysitting, so to speak, and so that the actual paid paramedics can get back on the road and, and deal with people in need it's just it's because we're stuck in a system and people are just reluctant to change the system can't find the way to i mean lost. common sense says for example that you shouldn't have to go to a hospital sit in the emergency ward because you need a, a knee replacement all right or a hip replacement there should be a special clinic that, that where people specialize in that, that's all they do. I mean, that's just, it is so obvious that anybody with a grade two education or an IQ beyond that of a turbo snail would understand. John, go ahead. Please. The number here is 613-413-2217. You can call, you can text. We're on Facebook on The Lowell Green Milkman Show and Blast the Radio, also on Twitch and also on YouTube. Keep the comments coming in. And I love you. I've only read the first couple of words of your comment, but I love you already. She says, Ottawa is the only city in the world where we don't capitalize on our waterways. Amen. And encourage businesses to set up alongside them. Case in point, Ottawa River, Rideau River, and the Canal. Unbelievable that the only restaurants along the picturesque waterway are the Canal Ritz and the restaurant at the Art Center. I love that she can't even name it. We are so stupid here. Look at Melbourne, Australia, and even Halifax in this country. Look at Brockville. Look at Kingston. You don't have to go far. Gorgeous waterfront area with tons of restaurants along them. It's the stupid NCC standing in the way of that. 
And if it is, yeah, Kananaque is a tiny, tiny little town. And, uh, I mean, they're right on the, uh, right on the St. Lawrence river and they all, they, they all, I'm glad she mentioned Halifax, Halifax. Oh. You got a boardwalk all along the, all along the river there with restaurant after restaurant after restaurant and Great. museums and places for the kids to play and they do festivals and they, it's, yeah. well, but we've got, the, we've got the NCC here, which for 70 years couldn't figure out, <clears throat> excuse me, figure out what to do with LeBreton flats and still can't. <sighs> You know what we can figure out? Where to get great appliances. Lowell, where would that be? (laughs) Only one place as far as I'm concerned, (laughs) up in Pakenham. Okay. You don't have to go to Pakenham. Pakenham will come to you. They've got a huge warehouse there. They tell me that 90% of all the appliances you could possibly want, they have in stock. Very fair price, very competitive pricing. They have the cost of operation in Packenham's a little bit lower. Whenever they can, they pass those savings on to you. They got a great finance plan. And now, uh, in addition to uh, the appliances, furniture as well, they are now a registered dealer for Sony. So, and uh, you you went through everything that Sony makes. Uh, they're now available at, at uh, Shields as well. Give them a call, folks. Check out their website, shields.ca. It's a good website. Anybody can use it. You'll see everything that you could possibly want, including the prices, the colors, et cetera, et cetera. Shields.ca. Go ahead, John. Kat says years ago, the hospitals were supposed to have hired special nurses to take over the responsibility of the patients, thus freeing up the paramedics for what they're supposed to do, bring patients to the hospital. Uh, let's go to text, 613-413-2217. Lowell, all levels of government are huge entities that require huge amounts of money to run, especially with their lawmaking and upholding these multiple laws, as well as their social programs that they offer, as well as continue to add. This, along with the mishandling and, in some cases, corruption of these programs, with nobody responsible to take the blame, combined with the unions who contribute to perpetuate the problems, we do need a reset to change the social structure and way of thinking. Whew. Let me let me let me give you another example. We're talking about hospitals a little bit here. Let me give you an example of where a lot of money could be saved in the hospitals. There are any number of people who would love to volunteer. My wife volunteered at the Queensway Carlton for many many years. Uh, they they let all of the volunteers go for for a while because of the pandemic. But they, what am I trying to say? They are they are even today. They are paying people to do things like hand out masks, screen at the entrance. They are paying these people to do what volunteers would be happy to do, want to do. And I, I, this, this I'm, I know is happening certainly at the Queensway, with which I'm familiar. And I'm sure that it's happening at other hospitals. Uh, there are a lot of jobs in these hospitals that volunteers would love to do and are fully qualified to do but they are paying people to do instead. How much of this is union? I don't know. But I mean, here, here we are, our hospitals are starved, starved for money, et cetera, et cetera. And they are paying all kinds of people for jobs that could and should be done by volunteers. Just as one example, folks, if we had somebody with some guts, with some innovation, with some get up and go, as my grandpa used to say, we would solve these problems. Go ahead. Uh, Let's go to Twitch. Satan's Playmate wonders what developers' hands are in the city's pockets regarding the fence at uh, Westboro. Uh, Penny says you should drive out to Shirley's Bay. Boy, they sure screwed that up. I'd love more information on exactly how they screwed that up, Penny. Yeah, what what did they screw up there? 
Don't leave us hanging. Don't tease us like that. Uh, Bill says, people put these people in power, then they complain. People are as stupid as these elected morons. Except NCC people are not elected, are they? No. No, it's strictly political appointments. Yeah. And they're supposed to represent different parts of the country, too, so that they get their input into the vision for their capital. Well, that's why I said I, I was being only partly facetious when I said that one of the guys spoke up and said, where's the Ottawa River? Yeah, yeah. Uh, because there, there are people here from other parts who know nothing about Ottawa, its history, et cetera, et cetera, supposed to represent the country. But the, the, the consequences are nothing gets done. Nothing gets done. Go ahead, John. I would, I would have them take a test. If you can't say Rito properly, you don't deserve to be on the NCC. That makes me batshit crazy. Oh, you know what? They have to, they have to say Gazabajua. <laughs> okay. Touche. <laughs> Chrissy says, our city is so beautiful in the summer. Why aren't we using our full potential and promoting our waterfront and river for uh, to us who live here and tourists? I just don't get it. Murray says, they can't leave until you uh, until you attend. Oh, this is regarding uh, the paramedics. You, they can't leave until you're attended to, and it's the same rate across Canada, he says. Uh, of course, he's out west, I believe, in Saskatchewan. Bill says, government rule, cover your ass, and don't make a decision. Kat says, looks like Michael Melling was responsible for firing Lisa. Uh, better get its act together and fire this misogynistic bully. We touched on Lisa LaFlam a little bit. You know, I, I, let me just deal with that. Uh, this, I mean, this is wrong. What Bell did Media did here, they have, they have the right to get rid of people. Obviously, they were paying her a lot of money and decided they didn't want to do this. But, you know, Lisa Laflamme, whether you agree with her politics or whatever, she has served, she has done a good job. She has been, I, I think, one of the preeminent journalists in our country. She deserved, all what I'm saying is she deserved a lot better than that. This perfunctory firing, no reasons given, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Told, put a, with a gag order on for a month. June twenty ninth, she was told. This this is unconscionable to treat people like this. This this is not the Canada that most of us grew up in. I mean this this is just not right. Uh, I, it's okay, somebody in Bell Media has got the power to do it. Good for you, but you know what? You may have power, but you don't have any class. It's a totally classless classless move that was on behalf of Bill, Bell Media. And it doesn't surprise me. Go ahead, John. Now, I know when I was let go from Bell Media, there was a certain period of time that if I wanted to accept my severance, there was a certain period of time where I could not compete. That was part of the deal. I'm sure you had the same thing. What kind of a no-compete clause do you think someone of her tenure and her position would would face? Because she, she, could, knows. she, could, would she be couldn't be on Global or CBC tomorrow, could she? Uh, God knows. It would depend. I mean, this would all be negotiated. You can be sure she got a very good severance, but that's not the issue. Uh, no, to me, not. money is not the issue here. It's just the way you treat people. You just don't treat people like that. Not people who have served you well, okay? She served her employer well. She served the country well. She deserved a hell of a lot better. You know, the next thing we'll be doing, we'll be tearing down statues to Lisa LaFlemme. Country's going to hell in a handbasket, folks. Go ahead, John. They certainly let Lloyd Robertson have his, you know, farewell. That was tour a different or, world then, wasn't yep. it? Nolten there was Nash, there was class involved there. You and I both worked for the Chum Group. There was a lot of class back in the days. A lot days. of class. Let me let me tell you the difference. Alan Waters was was the owner of Chum. Yep. Very fine gentleman. Um, one of our senior employees was was let go. I won't tell you who was let go. 
So Alan said, what did we pay him and they, for severance? And they said, they gave him, it was a really good figure. And he said, you know what? He served this country, this uh, company very well, double it. That's the difference. Yep. That's the difference. Go ahead, John. I miss the Waters family in a big, big way. Got along yep. very, very well with Jim Waters. Class, lots yep. of class. That apple did not fall far from the tree. It's a different business now. It really is. And I, you know, I, I don't like it. I accept it. I understand it. And I certainly, you know, I see the buzz from it. And uh, there's so much I want to say, but it's just, I, I can't. I can't. It's uh, it's not what it used to be. We'll leave it at that. Anne says, I don't understand why Lisa LaFlamme was fired. She seems totally liberal and doesn't Bell Media almost require that in employees? Uh, Penny says, sorry, huge rocks to guide you and your boat. This is back to Shirley's base. Uh, huge rocks to guide you and your boat to the water. You drive your car there now. You have to park in a fancy parking lot, and I can't tell you the rules and regulations. Okay, so apparently a lot of... How do you have a fancy park? I've never seen a fancy parking lot. What a... What a <laughs> What is a fancy parking lot? There's glitter. I don't know. (laughs) Go ahead. Craig says, I was not a fan of Lisa. However, I agree. Bell Media has no class at all. Joshua says, Lloyd left only 10 or so years ago. How quickly things have changed. Boo Boo has a suggestion. He's on YouTube. He says, if you took the fence from the Westboro Beach and put it around the NCC office building, that would keep the idiots in their offices and away from the intelligent population who love that beach. Very good idea, Boo Boo. Very good idea, sir. Boo Boo. Boo Boo, I'd love to know who you really <laughs> Who the are. hell is Boo Boo? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He probably designed the fancy parking lot. Go ahead. <laughs> With glitter. Oh, uh, they're calling you. They're not calling the show. 613 413 2217 is the number oh, you're supposed you know, to be. You know what? I have to go. This is the hard right, Institute. Lowell. All right. But signing off a little early. Thank you, you all, folks. Bye. The Lowell Green Show is seen and heard live around the world at 2 p.m. Eastern. Connect with us online at blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green. Can't join us live? Download the Lowell Green Podcast. Available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Ask your smart speaker to play the Lowell Green Podcast. This is a production of blasttheradio.com.